Hey guys, you're here. I'm here. I'm pleased. You know I love the company. Shout out to everybody for being here. This is me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. All right, let's start it off with the Happy New Year. It is 2001. And yes, I know I told y'all I was going to talk about the end of the year situation. But let me tell y'all, the way 2020 worked, I wanted to wait till the very last minute just to ensure that I made it. And then by the time I started to record it, I was just sad. We lost. Um, When I went to go do how many people, you know, celebrities and historical figures that we lost just with the African-Americans on the list, it was like 95 people. And once I started to read it, I was like, Lord, I can't handle it. It was a lot for me. And I was still trying to reflect on my life and what I, you know, what I had gone through and things and the people that I lost and, you know, friendships and all this, because I want to tell y'all, I did lose some friendships in the 2020. Not, I, I don't even, let me, let me not lie. I don't think that I lost any friendships. I think that I realized that there were some people that I thought I was friends with that I wasn't friends with. And that was sad for me because I, you know, I thought that we were better than that. Uh, and I'm not saying that there, some of them may not be able to be rekindled, but a lot of, a lot of them is just like, you know, but for what will be the point now? Because, you know, the reason why we're not friends now is super petty, super, you know, childish. And some of them really didn't have clear definition, but I think that, you know, I just was sad about some of them. And I also realized in this this time that um it was great for me to be able to look back and say I'm sad about a couple of things but I also honestly there were lots of things that happened last year that were really good for me and we're gonna have to get into that another time you know, if we want to get deeper into it, but I could give you some small things, which were like, you know, I I watched my friends prosper this year. Like I really did watch my friends grow, be even more successful in their careers and, you know, try things that I was just like astonished that I could, was able to witness and participate in. Also, I went back to school, which was lovely for me. Um, All of my children now are young adults, which was beautiful for me. Um, (laughs) You guys really being here listening, this for me was very good for me. It was very therapeutic to be able to speak on here and to be able to talk to people and know that, you know, you guys are here with me and I'm here with you. And that was good for my spirit, too. And, you know, I quit my job, which I needed to do. I really did. I'm not, <laughs> I have a new job and I promise y'all I ain't good here. I don't know. Not, I just don't know what I'm doing at all. This is not a space for me, but I don't, you know, I don't really want to say that my job is bad. I just don't think that we mesh like I thought we would. But the job that I had before did because this job is in a different field. The job that I had before, I, I for my own emotional stability, 
my mental stability, I needed to leave there. And it was frightening to do, but I did take the leap. And I am in a new space, but, you know, we going to see how this works out for me because it isn't. It isn't the greatest. But anyway, we are here in a new year. And it's already starting off with the dances. Like, what? The people really thought it was a revolution. <laughs> the people really thought that they was a part of a revolution. And they just went on the, the, the Capitol building and acted a dag on thug ghetto mess. Now, when we talking about ghetto and we talking about thugs, I saw them on my TV on the CNNs when the nonsense happened. And I was like, what? I was in my car driving my, my business on my own thing when Summer called me up and was like, yo, are you watching TV? And I said, no, why was happening? She was like, oh, because the people that went up in to the Capitol. And I was like, what Capitol? What people? And she started telling me and I was like, this don't make no damn sense. I'm Listen. I'm me in the, in the tw- uh, 2021, so if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but this is who I am. And I'm telling you, I was like, this don't make no damn sense. Because I was like, what do they think they are going to accomplish? Now, what I, what I get, I understand, you ain't got to tell me, is that the people really do think they really are afraid. They are afraid because they are understanding that the power that they have possessed or believe that they possess is in danger. Now, you can't walk around and be like, I don't think that there's white, white privilege and then feel like you need to storm the Capitol because your privilege may be leaving. Those two things don't go together, boo. And so these people who clearly don't have nothing to do with their days, Stormed up in there. One woman lost her, her life, which is crazy because it was only one of them. But, you know, I mean, I really ain't an advocate for people dying for anything like this, you know. But one person lost their life. And all of this because they are upset because the pres- the current president will not remain the current president. Like, you lost. And these are people who you can tell don't understand losing because they was walking around with old American flags, like from the beginning of America, like when it was the 13 colonies, and you like, bruh, you lost, they lost, they lost the war, then you lost the election, sit down somewhere, and if you don't like how it's going, then why don't you go back to where you came from, because you ain't from this country either, you got some, uh, nationalities that are not you know American and go back why don't you go back there and and live out whatever you thought you had but what you really are upset for is because you feel like you're not going to be able to be out here being racist without ramifications and consequences and that's what you are upset about because this right here don't make no sense now I saw that there was some tweets about you know, somebody saying that this day was, you know, planned and that, you know, they had been prepared to do this. And that's fine. They they were not successful. I will tell you that although they broke into the Capitol, they thought that they were going to stop devoting to, um, you know, 
um, definitively say that Biden is the president. They didn't stop it. And they already then declared that Biden is the president. We ain't going to keep on counting votes nowhere. I don't care how many phone calls you call anybody and tell them to find votes and telling people that you we didn't lose and all this nonsense. You lost. That's it. We keep them pushing. Let's keep going. What's next? You know, all of that because that's the truth. The truth is you lost. You lost. It's over. Keep it moving. We sorry, but we ain't sorry. What else you got going on with your life? Because this ain't it. So all those people did all that storming for nothing. But I will say this. It's mighty crazy to me that all of those people could get that far. Like inside, taking pictures, acting a fool inside the building, taking over, standing on the floor, and, you know, acting like you are the Senate now. All of that makes no sense because we couldn't even walk down the street a couple of months ago because of police brutality. But because these people are sad that they lost an election, they out here and are able to just be like, forget the police. We don't got to respect the same police that they've been over here saying that we needed to honor and respect. They are now disrespecting because what they want now is important. It didn't make any sense, but I won't go deep into it because like, I always believe that the plan is the plan and they been, the country been sticking to what the plan is. And we have to stop complaining that, oh, if, if this was some black people, we already know that. Now we need to change it to be like, okay, so now that we got these people in the office, Kamala, what you going to do, baby girl, because this stuff ain't been right. You've been on the wrong side of the right for a minute when you was a prosecutor. And now it's time for you to um, make good on the promises you made to the people. People have been celebrating you because you are in the sorority with them and you went to an HBCU and all of that stuff. And all of that's fine and well, unless you ain't really... Um, Kin folk, you know, you might, we don't know because we've already said many a time all kin, all skin folk ain't kin folk, and we want to know where you stand coming soon. And also, this stimulus thing, I ain't get mine. I did not get mine. And I hope they go ahead on and push that two thousand wows because that's what I want. <laughs> okay, how you want have us sitting in the house for what was it like three months and we got twelve thousand dollars, but then you got to sit in the house for another five months and we only worth six hundred dollars? Come on now. I mean, we got $1,200, and then we get $600. You're going to give us half of what we was getting before, but we was in the house longer, and the financial needs are greater at this point because at that point, people had savings. People had some stuff. You know, people who had savings, because not everybody had savings, but the people who had savings had savings then, then they used that, and now they don't have nothing, and even more people have lost their jobs, and the mental, even if you didn't lose, lose it for anything, but the mental part of it, people, you know, mentally are not okay. And there ain't enough therapists for all of this nonsense that's going on, or at least there ain't enough that I know of for all the people that I know that need to speak to somebody about something. So that's a problem. But, you know, I guess they're going to go ahead on and throw the stimulus. Now they talk about some people got to go ahead on and get it, um, 
some people got to file on their taxes, and I don't know nothing about none of that stuff, so don't ask me. We ain't going to get deep into that because I'm not the one you want to talk to an accountant or something about that kind of stuff because I don't know. But let's get into some other things that have happened recently. Now, I know that this pretty much came out, not pretty much, this happened in um, the end of the year, but did y'all watch Bridgerton? Because everybody is talking about how they love it so much, and they really, really do. Let me tell you my problem. I watched Bridgerton, and it was entertaining, but I do want to say this. One of the problems that I have, and I guess nobody else is going to speak about it, so it's got to be me. And I'm, I don't want to be the one, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Shonda Rouse, when are you really going to talk right about some Black people, honestly? Honestly, when are you going to write about black people? You a black woman who got upset and left the company that you were in because you were being disrespected by, you know, as a black woman. But but we keep on seeing you write stories for white people. And I'm just confused at this point. I really am. I'm confused. I would like for us to see you representing black people in a better way. And I know you had the, the queen as a black woman and you had the one lady was a black woman and my man's the duke was a black man but they really could have just all been white people they were not actually black people the only reason only time that it became a story that they was black was when it was mentioned quickly that you know the queen let the blacks and the whites be equal and that's why they up here with you know all this stuff and I'm just like I get it I see what you're saying but I really don't care because you're not representing black people well I would like for you to just write more some some black stories now like I I know that this one was already in the works before you decided to leave but um now I need you to give me some some stories about black people positive black people or something I don't even care if they positive at this point honestly I would just like to see you tell black stories also everybody is like oh this is such a great love story it was such a great love story no it was not it was not a great love story that man was toxic to her I mean he was so much willing to die in front of her and then to 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 want to be with her all because he didn't want to have a baby and I know y'all like but there was some stuff with his family it's toxic and he needed to work that out I know there wasn't therapy back then but that's a problem this man was coming to her and he was having sex with her all over the house but then also being like I don't really want to be with you you want to be over here he took her on her honeymoon to a daggone hotel where he got a separate room for her like it was a lot of stuff that was not great it was not a beautiful love story and I'm sad for a lot of y'all who really thought that it was I'm just gonna be honest I'm sad that y'all thought that it was a beautiful love story it was abusive it was toxic and it was also based off the fact that people were selling their daughters to men with money so that they could have somebody taking care of their daughters that's not a beautiful love story but I mean, if you back up from all of that, it's it's kind of like being like, I know that they was a, they were slaves and and masters, but at the end of the day, he really did love her. No, he owned her. It's the same thing. These people were buying girls. There's no beautiful love story for me for that. So for me 
The show was entertaining, but I didn't feel like I watched a beautiful love story. I felt like I watched a woman, a girl who wanted to be loved instead of just sold off to the highest bidder. And then when she found somebody that she thought she loved, he kept on withholding his love from her and like dangling it in her face because he had not worked out his own stuff. And again, I get it that this was back in the day when people wasn't going to therapy, but still doesn't make it then a love story. It just doesn't. These two came together because he did not want to be forced to have to try to marry somebody else. And she did not want to have to be sold to some old man for some money. And that's how they ended up coming together. They got married quickly and allowed a bunch of people to make it seem like she was pregnant when she wasn't and he would lie to her or misled her about not being able to have children and then once she found out about it she tricked him into trying to get him her pregnant and then these two went on a whole crusade where they weren't talking to each other because they were both upset with each other about the dishonesty that was going on with them and that, for me, does not make for a beautiful love story. But y'all tell me, because I've been trying not to tell the people that I'm not a fan in a way, in the way that everybody else is. I get it. You know, we don't, we, we haven't, <laughs> the stories, the stories. Oh, my gosh. I just, I wanted, I just want Shauna to give me something different. The fact that she keeps trying to give a scandal also is like, we saw it. And I, my problem is I, I'm gay. Y'all know. Y'all been here. You know that I didn't gave, uh, what's his name? Good old Tyler. I didn't gave him a lot of flack about the things that, um, you know, the projects that he's put out. I gave him a lot of flack about the projects that he's put out. And the reason why I feel like, the reasons why I feel like now I got to get on Shonda is because, Shonda, are you giving us bad writing? No. Are you giving us bad actors? No. But at some point, are you are you giving us representation? And since this 2020 had been a year of representation, I'm now looking for in 2021 some representation from you. I know you got a big deal over there at Netflix, so I'm looking to for you to represent women better instead of just being, you know, these women who will settle for whatever a man gives them in the name of love. And I'm also looking for you to give us Black women representation better than this. One or the other, I would like for both, but can you give me one one of them in this year coming up? Because we got it, you know, there's a scandal and people be sleeping with, with, um, marry people and all this nonsense and I get that seems like she likes to write just I need her to come on and give me some better representation y'all I'm yeah I know y'all want me to like it I know y'all want me to like it and again I don't hate it I just feel like this is typical Shonda we've already seen it I know that everybody's going like well but it's new because it's the you know it's this era of time and I get that I got that and again I don't hate it I just want something new something fresh from her because we, I feel like we've seen this 
from her already. Now, the one thing that I did like was that, you know, the music, did y'all pay attention to the music? She was using current music, but they were playing it in a old style way. Like, I I definitely remember Thank You Next being played by the uh, violinist. And it was played in like this old timey way, which took me a second because I was like, I feel like I know what I'm listening to. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. I know what that is. So I thought that was innovative. The costumes are definitely beautiful. And, um, you know, I, all of y'all are, all y'all peoples is loving the whole um, Duke Y'all love looking at that body. And so I guess that's that's the thing to hear. For me, y'all already know me. So y'all know, y'all like, I ain't. I was watching, like, he cute, I guess. But <laughs> I didn't really, I wasn't, that's not my cup of tea. So I that for me wasn't part of it. It wasn't part of the attraction either. Uh, I don't know. Because we could binge it. I think sometimes when you don't have to take a step back from it, you you see it in a different way. But when you only get like one episode a week, it looked different. And so, you know, I don't know. I watched it all. I was like, it's cool. It's fine, I guess. I'm not recapping it. I'm just saying, y'all... I mean, if you ain't seen it yet, go watch it. Like I said, it's not a horrible thing. It's very, it's very, it's well written. The costumes look great. It's acted well. It's not a Tyler Perry project at all, but it's also not a love story. And maybe we could get away from some of the toxic relationships we find ourselves in if we could start to understand that what we are looking at is toxicity on the tv because that relationship was toxic it was not good for nobody um this woman is out here trying to lie conniving scheme and we just gotta see what goes from there now I don't even remember how the season ended just to be honest except for that revelation of um who we now believe is Lady Whistleton but that wasn't even clear, clear. So we'll see what's going on. And and if there's a season two, will I watch it? I will watch it because, I, like I said, I don't hate it. I just don't want y'all to keep on representing, you know, representing it as a beautiful love story because that's, my friends, it is not. Dr. Dre's in the hospital, y'all. He done went... And had an aneurysm. Now, I know he didn't do that on purpose, so I didn't mean it in that way. But he is in the hospital, y'all. I see you um, in in L.A., of course. I think he's at Cedar Sinai is where they said he was. Because he didn't have an aneurysm. And I was like, oh, man. Not, we can't start off 2020 this way. And, and so... <laughs> Y'all just go ahead on and pray for my man. I heard Larry King was in the ICU too, but I checked and they said he he was out. And so was um, Lou Gossip Jr. as well. All both of them with with uh, COVID. The COVID, you know, I don't know. A lot of people really did seem to believe that 
COVID was going to be over because the year was new, but it ain't. <laughs> it's it's not gone. It's still here. We still, um, you know, dealing with all of that. Now I listen to the Joe Button podcast. Don't judge me if you don't like it. That's on you. But I listened to the podcast and they had Dr. Fauci on there, and he was saying that they were expecting to get enough that 70% of the people vaccinated so that the you know the streets could be opened up more by the summertime I don't know y'all it's 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 super tricky out here it really is and I'm hoping that we can I'm hoping that you know, we we can get something going. Now, I'm, I'm one of those people who is also skeptical of the vaccine. Don't call me. Don't be like, you understand that they said. And, mm, and don't even also call me and say, oh, yeah, because that, that lady fell out when she got it. Like, both ways, I don't need to have a conversation. I'm just telling you, just on the strength of the knowledge that I have, but also my feelings about you know, a new vaccine that I just feel a little sketchy about it. So I don't know how many people's going to get it. I do also know that I read a story that some <laughs> hospital or clinic or somebody in, in California didn't keep the, the vaccines frozen like they were supposed to. Plus, I'm also concerned about the fact that it's a new strain of the COVID out here right now. That's actually knocking people blind temporarily. And I'm like, is the vaccine for the blind temporarily or is that for the old one? Because if it's for the old one, what's that got to do with me today? And <laughs> is, does that mean that I won't get it or does it just mean that I'm less likely to get it? Because I'm already less likely to get it. I've been in the house. You know, so, but don't, you know, whatever, if, if the time come, when the time come, that they telling people that aren't, you know, medical professionals and all of that, that they got that got to go ahead on and sign up to get it. I'll make a decision then. But I don't know. I feel like it's a little thing. I will say this. I'm running into an issue right now. Y'all know my mom's in a nursing home. And I told them nursing home people that I did not want my mom to have it. And them people went on ahead and gave it to her anyway. So we already feeling a way here. We ain't going to get into that because that's the legal issue. And I don't want to talk about no more of that. But pray for my mama and pray for me and pray for that nursing home because we're about to have some problems up in here. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on though because I don't want to talk about that no more either. Uh, what else is going on in the world right now? I promise you that ever since the people knocked down, I mean, we only we only what a couple days in, and ever since the people don't went to the Capitol, ain't nothing else really been news out here in these streets. But if y'all haven't done it yet, y'all should check out. A, it's a bunch of people who they got the recaps on a lot of stuff that um from last year and I you know I'm always into what's going on from last year uh this is us came back on I was watching it every time I watch this is us no lie every time I watch it I am like all right Sometimes I don't watch it on on the day. Like sometimes I just don't even watch it on the day. But every time I watch it, no lie, I'm like, all right, I'm ready. 
I'm ready for whatever the this is that's got for me. Go ahead on, give it to me. I'm ready. I don't care what y'all tell me. I'm I'm just going to do it. Then, then when I um get to watching it, I always get choked up. I always do. And I really want to commend the writers for sticking to making sure that Randall has a voice this year. Because Randall has not been a black man to the show the entire time. And I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. I don't mean to be like, oh, they've been just trying to whitewash my man. But they have not addressed his issues as a black man on the show like they are now. And and this is, ain't no time better than, ain't no time better than the time, this time now. I don't know what the saying is. There's a saying, I know, ain't no better time than now. But, (laughs) but this is a good time and I really think that they are handling it well. I am impressed by the story that they're giving. I love the fact that, if you didn't watch this spoiler alert, because I'm about to say some stuff about it. I love the fact that Randall did not stop and give Kevin the time of day because he was already in the midst of his stuff. And even though he was like, I really do appreciate you, brother, you know, for acknowledging my thing, you're only calling me right now because you want me to help you with something with your life. You ain't calling me just to address my issue. That's number one. Number two, I really love that when Randall was speaking to Deja's boyfriend, I can't remember his name right now, but when she's she when he was speaking to Deja's boyfriend is saying, do not dim your your dreams for your family. Keep your dreams bright and go after them for real for your family. And I love that is his name Malik. I want his name to be Malik. But all the way, I love that the boy was saying, like, I ain't dimming myself. Sometimes I'm gonna be a little bit late. I get that, but I'm but I'm doing this because of my daughter. I want to be better for my daughter. My parents are not up to raising this child, and I got to do it. So I got to do the best that I can. And I didn't intentionally. The things that happened were not intentional. They have been lessons for me though, because I understand how much more I got to step it up. I thought I stepped it up enough. I realized I did not. And I plan to step it up more than that in the future. And I thought all of that was dope. I did. I just thought it was dope. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I was here for it. And I'm excited to see what else they got going on. I love this watching Randall go speak to his therapist situation. I really like that as well. And so for me, I'm still in. Now, I want to also say, someone hates that I say this. I ain't never interested in the Kate story. I don't know what Kate did to me. I don't know what where I where I lost where she lost me, but I'm never interested in the Kate story. I'm just always kinda like, okay, I guess I see you or whatever. But I'm never interested in it. And I'm sorry to all of y'all who feel like I should be more interested and I'm just not. But you know, whatever. And I am interested in seeing what Kevin is going to decide to do. I'm hoping that Kevin does not decide to give up his acting career for this woman. And I know everyone's going to be like, but he's giving it up for his kids. And I hope that that's not the thing because she knew he was an actor when she married him. You know what actors have to do. 
to then decide that you, you, you're you deciding that to love me, you have to stay in this city at all times, in this house at all times and forevermore is not fair. Because then that means that you are also committing yourself to never going and doing anything anywhere else either. And that's just dumb. Life's going to make you do things where you won't have to, you know, you may switch jobs. You may switch homes. You just, the homes all in now may be too small for twins. You may want to buy a new house. And don't tell me you want to buy a new house in a new neighborhood because when I'm talking about, you know, we don't got to be here permanently, you gave me slacking and I quit my career for you. So I hope that this is a time when she's telling him he needs to make some, do some evaluating. I hope that she also does some evaluating because you signed up to love. He didn't just sign up to you. You signed up to him. And now it's time for you to decide. You can be married to him and understand that he's going to have to go places. I mean, he ain't always going to be home. That's what a lot of celebrity wives and husbands do. Huh, people really be playing out here. Do you want to be with the man or you don't want to be with the man? If you want to be with the man and the stipulations are that strong, then maybe you don't want to be with the man. And that's just how I see it. But we can keep on watching that too. If you want to listen to my reviews on any of these shows, you know I'm over at the other podcast with that. Um, I'm at um, Drama Queens with that. So if you want to hear the reviews for um, Bridgerton and or this is us you can go ahead on over there and listen to me on that podcast because that's where I talk about the shows there was a time where I was like should I be telling people I'm talking about shows on my other podcast because I want people to be here but I'm gonna try to be here for this and y'all can go over there for that and I mean Kevin on stage got like five podcasts and now an app and everybody listening to him and watching the YouTube channel still and still watching the video clips on Facebook so I feel like why can't I it was a time where I really was subscribing to the whole fact of you got to do one thing, you got to stick to that one thing, and then once you get that one thing. But I'm like, dang, everybody else is out here, multiple streams of income. They doing all kind of things. They touching everywhere they want to touch. Why I got to sit over here and, and wait? I I was on that, wait for it, wait for it. I was on that plan. Shout out to Hamilton. But now I'm just like, I, I want to do what I want to do. I want to try the things I want to try. I want to say what I want to say. I want to say it when I want to say it and how I want to say it. And anybody who doesn't subscribe to that, I'm sorry that you have not reached that space for you. But we can't box me up no more. And when I mean we, I mean me. And I'm not doing it no more. I'm, I'm, I'm good and gone and over it. I'm good and gone and over it. So we here. This is where we at. It's 2021, and I am, you know, excited to be where I am. I just started a hula hoop challenge. I don't know how to hula hoop. If you want to see me mess up with the hula hoop on a daily basis, you can go head on. I'm going to start putting them videos up on the TikToks, which will show up on my face. I mean, my Instagram page. But that's the best that I got for y'all, because I don't know how to get hula hoop. But it does make me exercise every day intentionally because I got to post live on a video every day to prove that I'm doing my workout. So that's where I am. I'm back on no carbs. I was eating carbs for the holidays. And now I'm done because I just celebrated and lived and was like, woohoo. And now I'm like, all right, let's get back to the real, real. So I'm back on no carbs. It was rough a couple of days ago, but we doing good. But my legs hurt from the Tula Hooper. So we definitely got to hit up the uh, 
ibuprofen. I'm hoping that this year is starting out good for you. And I hope that you are being intentional in making sure that your days go as close to plan as they can. I know it's always something coming up. There's always a twist in the turn, but you got to evaluate what what affected you and then you got to evaluate how to not let you know let that stick with you but that's the best that I got for y'all today anyway (laughs) that's just me and I'm just saying